Looking for a local spot to make swag for your brand, podcast, or anything in between? Eastside Pin Co. has experience making enamel pins, badges, keychains, medals, and patches. Have an idea of what you want? Chris can help bring your idea to life. You can find them online at eastsidepinco.com. That's E-A-S-T-S-I-D-E-P-I-N-C-O.com. And you can send all inquiries to chris at eastsidepinco.com. Mention this ad to take 10% off your order. Eastside Pinco. Hit them up. Welcome to Toon Tunes. My name is Ryan Drake, host of this show. As always, you can follow us on social media. That's Toons Tunes Podcast, T-U-N-E-S slash T-O-O-N-S. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, where you find your podcasts. We've got a rambunctious bunch here. Except Alex. Thanks for coming through, fellas. Thanks for, thanks for having us. And quiet. Who are you? Uh, I'm Josh, uh, Josh Montgomery. It's weird to say my full name and hear it in my headphones. Uh, from Boys Podcast, boyspodcast.com. My name is Ryan Drake, return guest of the Toons Tunes Podcast. <laughs> I'm a return guest too, motherfucker. Well, I'm ready to take the show over and okay. just be the host. <laughs> do I sound okay? I sound you like sound I feel like fantastic. Do I sound good? Josh, I know it sounds. Josh, I trust you. Do I sound, sound good? You sound great. Okay. I feel like I again. I feel like I still sound in a bucket, but it's okay, all right. That's fine. Uh, my name is Ryan Drake, and I'm excited to, to be here. And I am from the girls podcast, <laughs> www.girlspod.com slash gov. So We're rivals. We had to square yeah, you off so mm-hmm. you can have opposite takes That's for sure. Right. Absolutely. I'm Alex Joseph, and I don't know how anyone sounds because I'm the only one without headphones. <laughs> so but you sound great. You, so. you sound amazing. Yeah. He, has yeah. head, he has head FOMO. I know it. <laughs> uh, I'm boring. Um, this is my plug to put me on your podcast, any podcast. I'll talk anything. <laughs> Um, Alex will learn a topic just to go all, onto hopefully. your podcast Please. and discuss that topic. Um, <laughs> that should be a good show. I'm an expert in the D2 The Mighty Ducks, mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, just the second one? Just the second one. Okay. Uh, first and third are great. Second one is the best movie of all time. So we can wow. talk about that Shit. on this podcast. <laughs> you guys ready? Right? Oh, this took, took a yeah. Yeah. I, I joked about taking over. He actually took over. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm the host now. Uh, nah, man, I've been wanting to do an episode about Taking Back Sunday for a minute, um, so I just had to find the right pieces. I think I found them. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. I found them. Yeah. Nah, but uh, yeah, man, just kick it off. Talk about your intro to the band. Like, how did you guys first start listening well, to no, I want to ask you a question first. I, re- I really do want to ask you a question. Why, why did you want to do this show about Taking Back Sunday? I, first of all, like, it, it expedited it when we when I went to your emo night. There you it is. Did. I was waiting for you to bring that and up. And I was like, <laughs> this Plug. is amazing. Yeah. And I love this shit. Why aren't we talking about these bands more? Yeah, okay. So I'm going to do a whole series of like uh, some good shit. Like well, that well, you started bands. off, I think you started off right. I think Taken Back Sunday might be the quintessential mall emo band. I was literally thinking that earlier. Like, I can't think of a band that was bigger than Taken Back Sunday that I would consider to be, because I don't consider Paramore to be an emo band. Right. No, I don't either. consider like Blink-182, obviously, to be an emo band. I think Taken Back Sunday was the biggest emo band, right? Yeah. I think you're right. So, yeah. For sure. They, they got the most notoriety. Alt rock. If we're going that route, all right. rock. All right, Alex. <laughs> perhaps. Per, perhaps. Alt all rock, right. Alex. No, I. Yeah, uh, you don't have headphones. And suddenly, you, you think you got. <laughs> he's got trip. the power. Got alt takes over got here. Got some cred over here. Mm-hmm. Right. No, I. Uh, I stumbled upon upon taking back Sunday from. 
I think how a lot of people my age, I'm, I'm 37, I'm an old man, uh, through a sampler, a Victory Record sampler, the wow. 2002 Summer Sampler, which also uh, had a Treyu okay. and Thursday and okay. some other bands. Yeah. But it, the, the song was cute without the E cut from the T. Oh, you know, Like those types of like samplers that you would get in magazines. Yeah. Or even like the Warped Tour compilations or mm-hmm. even like the Atticus compilations. Like turned me on to so many bands. That oh, I for sure. Loving. Like those things were hot in like 01, 02, 03. Like those were my shit. I had a few tooth and nail ones freaking to this day. I still bump that shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you, if you, if you, records, yeah. If you were to flip through my 2000 era uh, Case Logic CD book, the majority of it is going to be like Atticus Dragging the Lake, yeah. like a Punkorama, a Victory Records, mostly drive through samplers, like all kinds of. Uh, or the compilation albums because I don't want to hear just one band, man. Give no one t- does. Give me twenty three <laughs> randos, man. Thank you. And there's, but here, out of the twenty three, there's gonna it's probably gonna be six bands, right? What do you mean? Multiple songs They're by good. different bands. Er, okay. Like, okay. You know, you'll get like you'll get like a one alkaline trio song at the top and then another one at the end. I'm thinking of Atticus Dragon the Lake. Yeah. You know? Great so compilations for comps, but you know, because of those things, I you know you learn about. I learned about, uh, you know, because of the, the, that one, I learned about Treyu and uh, like Movie Life is another one, which has ties to Taking Back Sunday. So, you know, I didn't realize how incestuous that band was. <laughs> oh, we'll get there. Yeah. It's a soap opera of a band. Dude, yeah. the, the beef. Heavy beef. Uh, I learned of Taking Back Sunday um, right as Tell All Your Friends was coming out from a website that I used to go to multiple times a day. Called absolutepunk.net. Oh, big! The first music blog I ever f- like frequented on the reg. That is not uh, the website I thought you were going to mention. <laughs> what were you? That I was going to say. Pure volume. No, oh no, man, I, I forgot about pure volume. I actually forgot about pure volume. What happened uh, to pure? Vo- Did Justin Timberlake buy that? No, no MySpace. <laughs> um, I forgot about pure volume though. That shit That's was crazy. that was yeah. some good shit on there. I used to put my my high school band put our dumb fucking demos up on pure what? volume. Oh that was, yeah, like, for the cool sure. Thing to do right, like yeah, because you couldn't just put music up on MySpace. Um. No, Absolute Punk is, I feel like, maybe even still around. Uh, shout out to Jason Tate, who's the editor. He's gone on to become, like, a music influencer or whatever. Uh, and it was, like, a big... It was a huge blog for, like, that scene, for that alternative scene. Uh, and I just remember they would do, like, a song of the week. And he wrote this post that was, like, here's the song. I think it was also cute without the... Or what was the other one? The one about Jesse Lacey. What's that song called? Oh, that there's one is... No um, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's no nine team. team. I think maybe that was the song where he's like, "This song, this band is gonna be massive," and I listened to it. And I was coming from a like being a purely like pop punk kid, like I was like Weezer and Blink One Eight Two were like my shit, like oh one. And uh, I heard that song, and I was, but I was like weirdly into it. But I could tell. I just remember thinking like, "Oh, this is like heavy," but I like it. And I'll never forget. Not long after that, I went to Best Buy to. And I, I had enough money to get one CD. <laughs> the $30 to get a CD, whatever it was. No, no, yeah. I had enough money to get one CD. And this is like, a, this is, this moment that I'm about to describe was ended up being like a, a fork in the road major moment of my life in hindsight. Because I, there was this band that I really liked. I actually looked them up yesterday when I was thinking about this because I knew we were going to talk about this. There was this band called Lucky Seven that, that has like 16,000 streams on huh. Spotify right now. 
they were some dumb random pop band that had a song called California Girls that I liked. Mm. And I had enough money to either get Taking Back Sunday or get Lucky Seven. And I went with Taking Back Sunday. And thank God that I did. Damn, because what would, my, what, would my, what would my life have been had I chosen the other band? There would have been no emo night. Yeah, absolutely not. Absolutely. And yeah, and then obviously. I'm interested in what a Lucky Seven night looks like. I know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we could <laughs> do. Seven we night. could do. It's like four songs over and over again. <laughs> have, you, have you looked up to see what happened to that band? Like sense did they just put no. out that one thing and that's it? I don't know. I'm gonna look them up when we move yeah, over to Alex. But no, like I did, then like obviously tell all your friends was like a seminal. It's like the probably the most seminal like emo record ever made as far as I'm concerned, especially of that era. I mean, Definitely. the era that we're talking about. Right so on. yeah, uh, yeah, that's how I found them. Uh, it's crazy. You guys both brought up stuff I was gonna bring up. Uh, the sampler is how I found them as well. And when you brought that up, all these memories came flooding back. I was thinking all day, how did I even hear about Taking Back Sunday? It was a sampler, and I just now realized it. Mm -hmm. um, I thought beforehand it was a friend's brother that introduced me to a lot of other bands that then became my favorite bands in 2003, uh, Coheed, Thursday. Uh, that's kind of how I learned about everything in pure volume. Um, but Taking Back Sunday, it came, Tell All Your Friends came out in 2002. Mm -hmm. and I remember like there was a similar turning point for me freshman year when it, my freshman year of high school was 2003. In 2002, in eighth grade, Weezer was my favorite band. Yes. I was listening to 50 Cent on the regular. Obviously. So <laughs> obviously. Obviously. Nice mix there. It yeah. was basically those two bands, and that was it, if you can consider 50 Cent and his backup band. Yeah, 50 Cent and Weezer is a <laughs> fucking baller-ass middle school way to go about oh, your absolutely. life. Absolutely. I love it. And then freshman year, it was all downhill. What do you mean? Newfound uh, Glory? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you beat Great me to it. Absolutely. From here. My That's best amazing. friends. Would you consider Newfound Glory an emo band? No. Me neither. No. But a lot of people pop put, punk. put them pop in that punk, category. Yeah. I would say 100% pop punk. Yeah. yeah. But their own kind of version of it. Like they they were the godfathers of what became hardcore pop punk. Like new neo pop punk. You know, uh, pop punk with breakdowns pretty much. But when you they know. When they played the conservatory, that kind of acoustic show. Well, what? No, they, they played conservatory full band and it was fucking insane. Can, I'm sorry, am I cursing? Is that okay? Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> that, that <laughs> New Found Glory show, the Taken Back Sunday show at Green Door is hands down my number one favorite concert I've ever gone to in my entire life. Wow. My favorite concert was Wait, at the Green Door. It was That's crazy. It was 2000, it was probably 2002. It was when t they were touring Tell All Your Friends. They played the original Green Door location, which is now 89th Street Collective. It was the first time there was ever a line out the door, around the corner, down the street. It was insane i can't i don't remember who opened all i remember was being a 20 year old not even old enough to drink yet but like just sweating my balls off <laughs> adam was like hanging first time i ever saw anybody do that hung from like the rafters like spinning the mic around like what is this shit this is insane <laughs> you could do that and then like wrapping the mic around it's like throat and stuff like mics are for singing not, not swinging, swinging. Yeah, that yeah. shirt. I sent that shirt to 100%. He tweeted that today, and I replied with that shirt. Can we I'm quickly uh, can we give a shout out to Adam because he oh. is fat now. <laughs> is he? he is he's fat. He's a pretty big guy now. He's fat. Him. He's a large man. He's chunky. He's getting chunky. Hey, I can uh, I can identify. He with still that. moves pretty well on stage. I just saw them play I mean, two I weeks can, ago. Is he still well rocking? I know for a while he was rocking <laughs> the vest thing for. That's a what while. you do when you get chunky. You gotta, you gotta keep it all in. Black vest. Is it the rock and roll spanks? A vest, like just <laughs> holding it all in. That's my new <laughs> podcast, by the way. I'm still I'm trading rock, and roll, rock and roll Sphinx right now with a KS, not an X. You just cover all like the the out of shape. That's right. Now. Oh my God! Yes, <laughs> there's so many to choose from. Guys, I have some I have some breaking news. You'll never run out of material. Breaking news. I have some breaking news. What you got? Lucky Seven broke up in 2003. Oh, <laughs> fuck. one of them is a cop ever. now. So, <laughs> in Denver. Narc. One of them's a Denver cop. What a what a narc. What would my life have been? 
Probably wouldn't be here. Wouldn't be here today. That's right. Shit. Yeah. Anyway. Talk about Seminole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, nah, man, that is so funny. Like, the way that uh, it's just interesting to me when, when people love the same thing, but their entry points are so vastly different. Because mm-hmm. I remember the first, like, my first experience was the uh, Your Soul Last Summer music video on Fuse. Was that with Flavor Flav? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and they did, like, one. the concert. It was basically like a concert, but Flavor Flav's, like, singing the song and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the first, like, I've ever heard of the band. And I was just like, this band is tight. Honestly, Fuse was like undefeated back then because like there was just like banger after banger <laughs> on the fucking channel. Fuse man. Oh, yeah. was undefeated. I love it that. It was. It was just like I. It's where I first heard Matchbook Romance, The Cab. Uh, Matchbook uh, Romance is another one of those first records oh, that yeah. came out that just was an absolute slapper. Like yeah. goddamn that first Matchbook Romance record. And that's where I first heard it. Heard them too for sure. It was the uh, it was a uh, the Myers Burn music video. Yeah. And so it was just like man, like I loved that channel. And so, but yeah, that was my entry point, like watching that music video. And I was just like, man, this is awesome. Like, I stopped watching this? Fuse when they canceled the Mark Hoppus show. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was a good show. The show was a banger. Yeah. I'm saying they stay undefeated, bro. Mm. Well, but would you say that Taking Back Sunday, I've been thinking about this a lot since you've brought up doing the shows. Like, I haven't really, I haven't listened to any, a lot of their new stuff. But do you think it was Taking Back Sunday that kind of helped ushered in more of that? Like, that made bands like Finch popular you know what i mean like because there was a huge wave of like this popular yes popular yeah emo like scream them all and then every band locally was a screamo band like if yeah, you weren't yeah. if your belt wasn't sideways and your hair wasn't swooped your <laughs> yeah. band wasn't shit well yeah i mean, <laughs> that's just, I mean that's true I in mean, 2002 they, if you're if you weren't looking like that your band sucked i mean they influenced the culture for sure i yeah. think them having especially like a song that really broke well on the radio mm-hmm. really helped Which was it make damn sure that yeah. Okay. So whenever that started popping off, and then of course whenever some a band like that breaks, mm-hmm. the first thing a lot of people do is like, oh, let me listen to their other shit. Like anything else has come out before that. Well, Make Damn Sure goes on in two thousand six. Like, yeah, that was like louder yeah. now, right? But louder here's the now. thing: yeah. if we want to get into discography, I will say I, today <laughs> I did out of out of respect for the show, I did a Taken Back Sunday challenge. I did that this week. No, I did that this week. We talked about this. Yeah, God every album I without stopping. Well. I didn't Jesus. do ever. I did the first three because that's when I stopped. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> how'd you get through the self You're more prepared than I am. <laughs> I got through the second to last, to the second to last latest record and I had to stop. I think New Again was my drop off. Uh, yeah. Happiness yeah. Is has some bangers. <clears throat> Flicker Fade. Huh. I think that's the only one I remember. <laughs> I, I think hands as a banger at least. <laughs> Tell all your friends, probably for nostalgia reasons, but also just banger to banger song. Like that record is, I think, hands down their best, aside from one song, and that's Blue. Uh, what's that song in there? Blue something or other. Uh, it's the weakest song. Blue Channel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then you you get to the second one. It's like, all right, well, you lost. I like the second one. You lost Nolan, and I get you know. But then uh, when they got it, when they when they did the third louder now, I think louder now was a return to form, and that's where they got super popular, uh, oh right? I think like, there like, are more misses on louder now. Oh than boy, on let's where you fight! We're fighting. Here we go. Crying. I think I think okay. Louder, bring the bring the bell, Harold. This is what I wanted. I'll say this go, when I because I just listened to them all today. I think louder now is very top heavy. The first like four tracks, oh, bam, yeah. bam, 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 great. And then you hit a little bit of a lull. And if you hit a lull, Mm-mm. you got to bring them back. Those no. first three How tracks bring are crazy. No, dog, um, mm-hmm. disagree. Well, it feels like to be a ghost, liar, and mm-hmm. make damn sure the first three tracks on Ladder Now, mm-hmm. crazy start to an album. Yeah, so good. Well, it's it was a reminder of of, of to tell all your friends, which I guess is how old's that record now? Twenty. It's uh, tw- two th- twenty one will be. Yeah, it's nineteen years old. It's two thousand one, right? 
2002. 2002. Oh, 2002. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, you're right. 2002. Seven. So yeah, it's, um, it's an old record. It's up there. Yeah. So I was. I thought we were gonna go a little more. I thought we were gonna get a little slow burner into this, but no. I'm sorry. I I, I Josh just went all three records. I, just, like I, I threw the gas it. on the fire. You went balls to the walls. And I like it, man. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Here's my. Here's what I think. <laughs> No, don't, don't fucking ask me. <laughs> Guys, be quiet. I would like to share my opinion I, now. Shut up. I'm going to talk Ryan about show. these. Yeah, <laughs> please. Turn, you just turn their mics off. That'd be great. Um, no. So I have this bad habit of like contextualizing everything in like a historical context, almost in real time, where I constantly have a list in my head of like, oh, these are like my five favorite albums of all time. These are my five favorite bands of all time. But it's always changing. And I have a bad habit of just always saying that something's like one of my favorite things of all time. But literally... Tell all your friends, for the majority of my life since I heard that album, I would always say that's like my favorite album ever. Really? Yeah. I would say that for a long time. I think because it was so influential, I listened to it literally thousands of times. Did you ever have a lyric from any of the songs on your MySpace page? Oh, Did you play no. one of the songs on your MySpace page? <laughs> MySpace no, because page? it was too... It was too cliche. It was like too popular. To that do is that. too cliche. Yeah, I had to go. You I always, I always wanted to pick the bands and like no one heard of. Real I was that obscure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Lucky Seven guys, come on. <laughs> <laughs> that that's what I played on my MySpace page. Lucky I actually seven. don't think I've ever had a lyric on my MySpace page, but they were definitely on my MSN Messenger. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So I Ooh. wasn't an AOL. Like your away guy, message or sidebar, something. Sidebar. Sidebar. I used to write "Death Cab for Cutie" lyrics as my away message, and then tell people that that was like my poetry. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. Girls. Yeah. Been there though. Ben Gabriel gonna beat your ass. Oh, I did. That I could take him. <laughs> He's I, like Ben Gibbard and like Ezra Koenig, like the two rock stars. I think I could beat up in a fist fight. Um, Probably it's a fun game. So no, but like obviously, tell all your friends is just like an absolute classic, and it was so important, and it was so like fucking major for the emo scene. And I think that's why I always considered it to be like one of the best, one of my favorites. And I listened to it a million times, and I know all the words. And then. Uh, I listened to it. I listened to all the records. I'm sorry. All not all. I listened to the first three records this week (laughs) and I was listening to tell your friends and I was just like, this just does not hold up for me at all anymore. I'm just not into it. I don't even think it's one of my five favorite records anymore. Wow. Just because I haven't listened to it in so long. So I was excited. But then as, but within the first 10 minutes, I was already like distracted, like doing other shit, like not even thinking about the fact that it was on, you know what I mean? Is that more on taking back Sunday or more on you just being distracted all the time now? I did not Ooh. take my Adderall that day, so there you go. See, when I was listening to it, as soon as like the first tracks were like, "Man, this all right, all right, all right," it took me back. It's like it came out at such a seminal time of like I'm 20, you know, probably not even yeah, just turned 20, and like not a girl, not yet a woman, you know sure. what I mean? That kind of a feeling. <laughs> Great song, but it's like it's it's got heavy shit, so you can feel like you can get out a little bit of rage, but it's also got like deep lyrics. Ish. So you can feel like, you know, it, it's relating to your emotion. Oh, yeah. great, great romances, man. Yeah. That's probably my favorite song of that. Yeah. Album. Can I give you, can I, can we play a game real fast? Sure. Because I was in the car with this girl and we were listening to that record when I was getting ready for this. And I was like, oh, I fucking know this record inside and out. Mm-hmm. And like we were just like singing along, having a good time. And that first song came on. Uh, what's it called? The, the first one on. What's it called? First one on. Tell all your friends. Yes. Okay. Yes. No. That's exactly right. We were singing like so sick, so sick of being tired, and I'm so tired of being sick. And then the next lyrics came on. We were just like, no one, no one fucking knows those words. The beauty of that of that band was 
you can mumble through yeah. most of the lyrics and be okay. You know the melody. That's all you need. Well, no, I thought I knew all the lyrics, and then you got to that point, and we both just yeah. looked at each other like, da, 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 da. Get back to, so, we won't stand for yeah. hazy eyes anymore. Yes, exactly yeah, yeah. right. That's exactly right. <laughs> well, all that, and like even like the layered vocals, especially in the layered ones, you can just like say whatever the hell you want, and people are like, is that what it's, yeah, it's totally what they're saying. <laughs> but you didn't know that? But like, for a record, I've heard literally th a thousand times. I was like, I should have probably known those lyrics. Right. <laughs> But I don't. I just don't think that record helps for me. That record doesn't hold up like I thought mm -hmm. it would. I was kind of bored by it. And then I listened to uh, 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 Where You Want to Be. That's my shit. Which I love. I'll never forget Where You Want to Be coming out uh, 2004, summer, 04. My friend, shout out to Brian. He and I were like fucking in on Taking Back Sunday. We're like, we got to get this record. How do we get it at midnight? Like wherever, and like at Walmart's the only place you can go in Oklahoma City in 2004. Mm -hmm. Pre-download days, yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. So like, like literally, because like big cities have like big album release parties. Come by, we're gonna release the record at midnight. Because you see that shit on MTV all the time. But like, we had to go to Walmart because that's the only place you could get the Walmart. That's the only place yeah. that was open at midnight that would sell music. Um, we went to Walmart and got the album, and I listened to it in the car, and I loved it, and I still like it a lot. Um, but, but when I was doing the re-listen this week, for me, the most interesting re-listen was Louder Now. I was like, I was like, that did not, I did not lose focus. I was like in, I was listening to it. I was like, fuck yeah, there's some songs on here. Oh. Like, yeah. Well, you're wrong. That's the thing. <laughs> well, when I, it was weird because when I was listening to it, uh, I remember listening to this record a lot too. Um, I'm trying to think back to where we were. Uh, like 2020 surgery, we get that run of like 2020 surgery, 2020 surgery. That run of 2020 surgery through Air Operator. Air Operator, it's a bop. Air Operator is the fucking hardest song on that, right? Like everyone thinks Spin like goes hard. I'm thinking Air Operator goes fucking hard. From the hard. intro, it does. Yeah, um, but like the so I remember thinking like though the end of 2020 surgery is the most fucking Rooney song I've ever heard in my life. Mm -hmm. Those last 30 seconds, that is true. If you just take it's Adam poppy. out and plug in the Rooney guy. I was like, that's a Rooney song. You're right. Spin, I can't remember what I thought Spin was. Spin would have been like, I can't remember who it was. Uh, Divine Intervention, I remember thinking, was the most fucking Conor Oberst song I've ever heard. I was like, if you take him out and put Conor Oberst in, that's a Bright Eye huh. song. And then Miami was the most like academy is song I'd ever heard. Miami is the hidden gem on this album. No, that's, my favorite. that's my favorite. That's, that's my favorite song I on the album. Put okay, that. When I literally you hear put that. And I think I liked it the best because I grew up in Miami, Oklahoma. Oh, so I was like, oh, hey. But, like, imagine taking Adam out of that and putting William Beckett in there. It's a fucking banger it's of an Academy is <laughs> song. Like, well, the chorus, the chorus sounds almost like attention, attention. Oh, man. Attention, yes, exactly. attention. That's what, maybe, that, maybe that's the cadence yeah. that I got in my head that made me think about that. Speaking of yeah. Academy is really quick, is there a better pop punk emo band that only had one album? They had a lot of albums. Did the they have a lot of albums? They only oh, had yeah. one album. They had a lot of albums. Did they really? I'm pretty sure they had one. Oh. Album. No, they had one great album. This fight. Had, no, the other one that, that had Chop mean, Chop like on one it. One good album? No, I just meant one album. Oh, one album. Oh, oh, dude, they had a lot weird. of albums, man. Dude, uh, Big Mess on Our Hands, that fucking song goes. That's a late <laughs> That's a late era. Academy Ryan pulls song. up his arm. Check up. I got a tattoo. I got an <laughs> Academy is. I got the discography on my arm. arm. Do you have a photo of me when I was, I think, a senior in high school and I weighed probably 350 pounds? I was mad. I had a fucking huge afro. Mm -hmm. I was massive. <laughs> And I went to see Academy Is in like, I think it was Academy Is in May. 
at downtown. They play like either Bricktown Live or Green Door. Oh. And there's a photo of me and William Beckett together just hanging out. And like he looks like a fucking child next to me because I look like Andre the Giant. Jesus. And he looks like a toothpick. And he was like real thin. If we're talking about the same show, that was the Academy is Fall Out Boy, Gym Class Heroes. That was also yep. a show that happened spring break right before Fall Out Boy the next week became the biggest they band broke. in the world. Like, that was a different show though. Like the Fueled by Ramen tour. Yeah. Going through town. That was 05. That was spring break 05. I think 04 was Academy is in May. Jeez. Dude, I love May so much though. I do too. Ever- th- Everglow is one of the most underrated albums of all time. On God. Yeah. On God it is. I think it was, uh, so we said Taken Back Sunday is probably the most, uh, the biggest of the emo bands. But I think if you count Fall Out Boy as an emo band, I think they were neck and neck. I do not. I do not count them as an emo band. What what would you, what would you consider? They're a pop punk band. I don't think Taken Back Sunday is a pop punk band. They were. I don't think Taken Back Sunday is a pop punk band. Fall Out Boy was a pop punk band and then they turned into crap. (laughs) I still kind of like Fall Out Boy, but yeah. Oh, man. When, you, when you stop playing your First instrument, few, you're not right. Santi and Fast Times. Almost Here was the one I was thinking of. Almost Here is a fucking great is record. Is that the one with the tree thingy on the cover? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great yeah. art, great record. Yeah, great. Santi's a good record, though. Anytime I think of Academy as, I think of sideways printed t-shirts. Like, print, oh, print the, on the oh, side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I had yeah. an Under Oath one with the bombs dropping for sure. Oh, what wow. was with that in, two th- in the early 2000s? It was weapons. It was like either a gun or a bomb or a grenade or something. Knife. A knife. Pre-9-11, you get away with it. That's true. <laughs> Not post-9-11, actually. <laughs> Maybe we were just, like, really just angry. Put a switchblade on a... Wasn't there a Taken Back Sunday shirt that was a switchblade? Well, probably. I the, have no idea. Um... With my one last gasping breath, I'd apologize for bleeding on your shirt. There's a whole lot of lyrics that talk about self-harm. Oh, yeah. So, like, different talk about, was. Let's different talk times, about pop man. punk and mental health. <laughs> now, that's another part of true. this whole, That like, is true. One of the reasons I think that record didn't hit with me. Like, Emo Nights is really fun. I love doing the Emo Nights at Speakeasy. Like, we're probably not going to do another one, but I love <laughs> doing it. No, I mean, we did, th- I mean, there's only so many songs. Like, we did three, and right. we're like, all right, we can get out. We did three. all the songs yeah. every time. Um, and I love doing them. They were super fun, but, like. There's also a weird, like, I don't know, s- not stigma, but, like, vibe just around that whole scene looking back on it, like, 20 years later. You're like, oh, there was, like, some gross shit happening in that scene. Well, yeah, and we, uh, my wife, I, God bless her, she bought me tickets to see Hawthorne Heights, and she does not listen to that shit. But we're sitting there, she's like, is he saying cut my wrists? And black. I was like, yeah. So, yeah. My final breath is gone, Harold. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, I don't. I mean, I didn't write it. Like <laughs> he wrote it like 15 years but I'm ago. I'm screaming like, it now. It's a song. Right. Like, yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. So it's. Like, I saw. I saw someone did like a, a Instagram story of that, and man, he couldn't have looked more uninterested to play that oh, song. Oh yeah. <laughs> like letting the crowd it, sing it. He's like, I'm not. I was like 16. When that I song has paid his bills for the last 15 oh, years, though. So. 100 <laughs> percent. Yeah. For real. Yeah, just that scene in general. I feel like I was just kind of turned. I don't know. I'm, I'm just kind of over that. Looking I guess, that back at it now. Yeah, yeah some I mean, problematic things happened. I oh mean, yeah. uh, we can talk about Jesse Lacey in a little bit, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesse Lacey. Well, the dude from Lost Profits also. Oh like, my God, that oh was so shit. fucked up. Way yeah. That shit was up. fucked up. That's yeah. like one of the craziest I things I've ever read. That. Yeah, do you know about that? Yeah. Uh, no, but Rooftops, what a banger. That was That's a good song. Liberation Broadcast in. Wow. <laughs> good song. Mm-hmm. Last Train Home. Separate that, that. Separate art from artists. I don't know if we can do that anymore in 2019. He has been exonerated now. Yeah, yeah no. Dude, didn't. So it was a, it was a baby, right? Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, I don't want to get into it. Yeah. And then it, uh, as I lay down, I guess it's hardcore, but. Yeah, yeah. No, it's still the same scene. What are people doing some weird shit, man? Yeah. <laughs> weird shit. Uh, well, we've kind of talked about it a little bit, but, you know, just the, the slew of, like, incest and uh, crazy band drama with this band. Sure. So interesting to me, too. A lot of bands came out of, like, the movie life 
right? Uh, I didn't know about the movie life. I didn't either. What do you mean? Explain. You said that, and I was like, wait, what? Uh, the, I believe it was the original guitar player. So the original lineup was a totally different band. It was like Jesse Lacey. I can't remember the dude's name, but he's the guitarist for Movie Life, I think. And then uh, a dude from Breaking that eventually made Breaking Pangea. Breaking, Breaking Bad. Oh. Breaking Bad. He wrote ba- Breaking <laughs> Bad. <laughs> but yeah, Jesse Lacey was the original bass player. Uh, and then uh, Nolan was, I guess he played guitar. He's the original vocalist. Right. And he ended up, I guess, hooking up with rumor with Jesse's girlfriend. Jesse's girl, man. He should have seen it coming. Jesse's girl. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Spreading the, the shit hit the fan. And that, that still to this day, the beef is going. Oh, yeah. But I think now Brand New's just pissed. Oh, Eddie that, Reyes was in movie life. Yeah. I didn't know that. Eddie was the only other guy from that band that I knew. And then, uh, wow. you know, I think Brand, Deja was huge, but it didn't pass where Taken Back Sunday went. Okay. It's weird that you brought that up because I do definitely consider Brand New to be an emo band. For sure. And yeah. I feel like the last time I saw Taking Back Sunday was pretty within a year of me also seeing Brand New for the last time, which was, I think, was two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. And like Taking Back Sunday play a show at the Criterion and it was like not sold out, not even really that close. With and Daft brand Board. new. Do what? With Dashboard? I thought you said with Daft Punk. I was like, yep. <laughs> with yeah, that would have been amazing. With Daffy Duck. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I think it was Dashboard. Yep. Yeah, because then Dashboard came through the zoo with Third Eye Blind like a year later. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great show. Jeez. Um, that was a fun show. Yeah. Uh. But no, so Taking Back Sunday played that show at Criterion. It was like not, I remember thinking like, it's not that full. This crowd's like not that into it. And then I went to see Brand New, not that, I was maybe with, within the same year, I think. At the Diamond? At no, the they played, they played B-OK and it was like uh, sold out with what? Modest Mouse. <laughs> Oh, right. Well, they were open. Right. Okay. Mouse, right? No, they closed. Really? Did you know the, diamond? Yes. Did? the diamond one was crazy. I did too. not. Yeah, the diamond was, was, yeah. It was I weird. saw, the last time I saw Taking Back Sunday was new again mm-hmm. at the diamond. I just feel like that brand new is, I feel like they were, I feel like they're, in, even in 2019, brand new is a bigger draw than Taking Back Sunday, even though Taking Back Sunday was bigger probably draw. a bigger band. Yeah. Well, because they still have that, I think they still have that um, cred, you know, that kind of like underground cred of like, they Again, didn't, they didn't make it as big as Taking Back Sunday. Yeah, also yeah you, can, you can, you really? can, I mean, you can write off Deja for mainstream, years. Yeah. mainstream wise for sure. Yeah, I but feel like, like if I hear a brand new's coming to town, I'm like, oh crap, I never got to see them when I was younger. When yeah. I was Taking Back Sunday, I was like, I can see them every year if I want to. Yeah, they tour a lot. But they're also a band that kind of kept growing, whereas I think Taking Back Sunday kind of just stayed in the same kind of pocket. Deja or like brand new first record was pop punk, mm-hmm. and then Deja's super emo. Uh, God and the Devil is like a weird turn into like some exploratory kind of shit. And then they kept progressing as a band, um, which maybe kind of what kept them from blowing up in that emo scene because they didn't really stay that, you know. But they're a hell of a band, man. I feel like when Brand New started progressing as a band, all their stuff stayed good. Whereas Taking Back Sunday tried to change up styles a little bit and all their later albums are terrible. They have a song on Tidal Wave that sounds like Dropkick Murphys. What? Ooh. <laughs> Weird. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, I'm literally trying to just find pictures of Fat Adam right <laughs> now. That's what I'm Googling. Fat Adam. Fat Adam. Yeah. yeah. I can say for a fact that um, he gets winded super easy now. I don't want to fat shame him, but like, <laughs> well, he did not seem very Another thing I noticed. Him. Look at that look on his face. Another thing I noticed oh on the later my. records is <laughs> his. Sweating. Normally, sweating normally a vocalist, his range goes lower as he ages. His range went from being this like. You knew it was a Taking Back Sunday song by his voice, and then yeah. it was kind of morphed into this like, kind of sounding like coheed vocally, like a little higher in range. Huh. It kind of threw me off. 
like threw me out of it a little bit. Like I wanted to hear some like grit in the vocals or a little bit more of like, I want to hear you kind of fuck up. That's kind of what I liked about right. tell your friends, like you can hear the flaw. Mm-hmm. You can hear where they could have taken another take, but they didn't, you know? And then the later it got on the later albums, it, it kind of got a little, a little too polished for me, you know? The grit. I like my emo a little, with a little bit of distress in it. You know, <laughs> I want to hear your pain. You know, I want to hear you sad. I, want, I definitely want to hear bright, bright <laughs> eyes, fevers, and mirrors. Isn't that an yeah. early November Give song? me fevers and mirrors. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Ooh, early November. The uh, so one of them, I remember really one of the only Taking Back Sunday adjacent bands I've seen outside of. Taking Back Sunday was uh, Straight Light Run. Yes, here we go. So I saw Straight Light Run at the conservatory on a crazy ticket. There was like, s- there were seriously like six bands, all from New York. Uh, they were on, on tour supporting mm-hmm. Straight Light Run. They're great, man. Like, I've seen Straight Light Run a couple of times. The last time I saw them was at UCO. There was like a free UCO concert. Right. Had. Yeah, I remember that. Dude, fucking Straight Light Run is awesome. They're pretty good. I was so into them. Yeah. Um, who were the dudes from the band that were from Taking Back Sunday? Was Nolan it the two Cooper brothers, right? Uh, oh no, and Cooper. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. And they started because someone fucked someone's sister, and then the sister was in the band with them. Yeah, she played like the piano, I think, in the band. No, she, yeah, but then that's that, that second record. She had like that song that was all her about jumping out the window or something. It's a great song. Um, but dude, Straylight Run was my shit. The thing that one of the ways that I found out about Straylight Run was because they had a song that was called. Harold. Mistakes <laughs> we knew we were making. And yeah. May had a song mis- called Mistakes We Knew We Were Making. Did not know that. And so um, I was like, oh, this is cool. Kind of like I, how the Strokes have You Only Live Once and then Drake took credit for YOLO. Mm, Get out of here. Of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Exact same thing. <laughs> Bastards. But yeah, uh, that was, I mean, that's really my only experience with like any of the bands adjacent. To I, never gave, I never gave Stray That Run a chance. I was too fucking Dude, holier than now. It's like, <laughs> fuck that. That's week like <laughs> not it's not heavy. taking back sun it's not heavy not heavy no, at that all was, that was the thing <laughs> for me was like that was the first like really like band i got into that was like really not like rock and roll that was like emo but like a little less like guitar like heavy guitar piano driven a lot of piano driven shit yeah. and like yeah. that was a real big that was the exact same time i was getting into like death cab who became like my favorite band and like I, I just that that type of music kind of took over after Speaking that. Speaking of piano driven, for sure. Yeah, no, that's I mean that's it all kind of just happened at the same time. But man, the first time I was again on that same blog, uh, Absolute Punk, they were like, hey, there's this new band out of some people that left Taking Back Sunday, and they just released a demo for the song. It was Ex- Existentialism on Prom Night, and I heard it, and I was like, fuck, this is good. And they did a music video for it, and I saw it on. MTV when they still showed music. So you're gonna fucking say Fuse again? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to. They were probably showing it on their TV. Yeah, Fuse is actually the Fuse plug. <laughs> yeah, you want to do your Fuse? You want to do your Fuse read real quick? <laughs> Fuck you, Fuse. <laughs> and this episode is brought to you by Fuse. By Fuse. <laughs> Fuse.tv. Check it out. Is this still on the air? I don't know. I doubt on? it. I don't know. No, they they dropped Hoppus and then that where they they tanked. That's what they, that's what they deserve. Honestly. I'm gonna have to do a Stray Light Run. Listen, because I feel the, like okay. I never. Yeah, I've never really. The first record is good. It's not taking back Sunday at all. It's like dope, piano driven, like low key, mm-hmm. but really good. Here's the thing: when you say X members, you say X members are taking back Sunday, and the name of your band is Straylight Run, which sounds kind of like a a saves the day Vagrant Records kind of a vibe. I'm like, oh, cool, no, it's going to no be way. another emo. I band, never an thought rock that. Band. Well, they're definitely oh, I did. Emo, they're definitely an emo band, but they're a more mellow melancholy yeah, right. emo and not it's like crazy. i always said they were too soft i never gave them a chance and then my two like two of my favorite bands are like dashboard and say anything or like soft as hell so <laughs> yeah but depending 
depending on where. Like, well, I mean, say anything. Definitely, I think because it depends on when you find it. Because I, I mean, I knew a lot of people that were like, like how you mentioned, like, oh, it's not taking back Sunday. Ah, oh, fuck, it's not heavy enough. Like, yeah. So people like didn't even give it a shot. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think that happens for sure. Like, you just kind of get. I don't know. There was like a period of time where I was like, I was like, I'm not listening to this type of music anymore. Yeah. And then you missed out on a bunch of shit and you're like listening to it later and you're like, fuck, I really missed out. Yeah, that happens. And then it kind of gets oversaturated. You get overwhelmed with other things and you just forget about that band for a while. Like I totally forgot about Stray Light Run being a band. And now I'm like, oh, I should probably go back and listen to it because I would probably really like it. But so the you first know. Straylight record is like very much like the bros like making some low key like piano music, and then the second one right. came out was a lot different. Michelle was doing a lot more vocals, and they had that song, "The Miracle That Never Came." I pulled it up. That song is my fucking favorite Straylight song. It's oh. got big like Rilo Kylie energy. Mm. <laughs> nice. I'm into it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check that one out. Well, it was like we've kind of all danced around like talking about our favorites, and um, yeah, I just thought it was it would be interesting to hear you guys kind of nail down like those favorites either. A favorite album or favorite tracks from each album or maybe your favorite from each album that you like mm. so i don't know it's just interesting to hear like what you know from person to person really resonated with them you know whether it's an album or a song from an album i'm worried that, that my choice is going to be too pedestrian <laughs> <laughs> and i don't know how There's that's possible no right with taking back sunday but man uh timberwolves like yeah. that's that song up. is and when I listened, then when that came on, I was like, "Yep, still, still that my was favorite the from this record." Play of a play video, right? No, Timberwolves. No, that was your solo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But Timberwolves was, I think, the hit. It, it got play. It got a lot of play. Maybe not on or radio. On Fuse. On Fuse. I'm probably on Fuse. Mm-hmm. I know it was spun a lot at house parties. People played that one quite a bit. But yeah, on that record, Timberwolves was definitely my favorite. Timberwolves is so good. Yeah. I got the mic and you got the mosh pit. That was definitely on my MSN Messenger. I know it. <laughs> yeah, was. Wow. definitely. Yeah, but it's that. It it's was. that. It's that. Got that like hip hop kind of get up, get up, come on, that's come on. That's like that. Also, it's get, got like get the a party tinder, started, bro. It's got a Tinder bio in the song. The literate and stylish, kissable and quiet. Ooh. Like if I oh, shit. was on Tinder, that, yeah, that would be my bad. Tinder bio. That's what like girls dreams are married. Tinder. Come on. There you go. Like my wife right now, happily married. Uh. So I'm like, I, I have a problem with like, cause I've, I mean, again, I've listened to fucking tell all your friends so many times, but like, again, I don't know like those lyrics from the beginning of that one song, but like, I don't even, I don't remember the names of so many of these songs just because I know the record as like a record and like, it just plays and right. like, that's the record. You don't remember the specific song. Yeah. I mean, I do. I do when, I, when I, when I read the title, I'm like, oh yeah, I know yeah. what that is. I know. I do know what that is. But I can't is, just pick like, it out of the air. I remember the same way. Great Romances. Wasn't there a demo version of that that, w- that was floating around? Great Romances. Was that the one that had the... I know Sam. it's a beautiful girl uh, makes yeah, you feel be- like Jack and Coke in the summer. Yeah, beautiful girl makes you feel like Jack Jack Coke all day. The fucking yeah. uh, what's his name? What's that actor? Fucking uh, Jesus. Rodney Dangerfield. No. no, 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 no. Who was it? He's a New York, New Jersey dude. Rappaport, Michael Rappaport, oh, Michael from Rappaport. the movie Beautiful Girls. His right. whole mm-hmm. dialogue from that. But yeah, that was on. Yeah, it was either demo version or it was on some sampler. A I demo say, version. I don't remember that. Yeah, but that's the only that's the version that I know. And when I when I listen to it on that album, I do that dialogue in my head. That's funny because so like, that's not on the album. No, it's not okay. an album version. I got yeah, a deep cut. A there you go. The, uh, deep cut. There you go. <laughs> the f- it's funny whenever you like think about versions like that because I had a friend that um, the first time he heard a sp- like one song, it was a, a a radio like something someone had pulled off the radio. So like he thought that that song had like this weird like intro with like someone talking <laughs> mm-hmm. and then he heard it on like the album or something on the radio later he's like oh is this like a different version but it's funny like 
he heard like this this one version the first time and he thought oh that's how that song goes yeah so the next well, time he heard it without that part he was like what the fuck was that intro that was super popular in that time though too to use uh you know sound clips like sound bites from movies or tv shows or something like a lot of bands did that either like at the beginning of the song or like somewhere like in a bridge or something you know i think brand new did it once on a yep, song we didn't talk about the like the two the seventy times seven and there's no I and team and how oh yeah taking wait seventy times taking seven shots wait no there's no I and team came out first mm-hmm. and then seventy times seven took the bridge did, did 70, no seventy times seven came out first because yeah. Lacey was pissed and then there's no I and team was the rebuttal no I and team was the rebuttal I thought that came out first I don't think so. which who who took the lyrics from the other band like talking about the, the twenty dollar bill line. Mm, no, oh. Oh, come on, what come line, on, guys. Bro. Seventy times seven um, was Lacey being pissed, and then there's no Iron Team was John Nolan telling his side of the story. I'm pretty sure. But there, but there's like, but there's like stolen lyrics from one song that's in the other song. Um, I, this is real. I'm I'm not gonna play the so songs on the podcast, seven, but I know a, this is there's real. There's a portion of the song that says, "Is that what you call a getaway?" And then, yes. then there's no Iron Team that says, "Is that what you call tax?" That's no. Oh. No, you're subtle as a brick in the small of my back. That, yeah. That's in, that well, line in is in that call, line is in, in both songs. Oh, that line is in both songs, mm-hmm. right? The brick line. All right, fuck this. I'm gonna look this up. <laughs> this is not good audio. Google it on the fly. Sorry, on the fly. Yeah, it's the same. You're subtle as a brick in the small of my back. It's the same. Fine than jellyfish. I've seen more guts in 11 year old kids. So have another drink and drive yourself home. Hope there's ice on all the roads. So you yes. can think of me when you forget your seatbelt and get when your head goes through the windshield. Seventy God times damn. Yeah. Yeah, is that when you're subtle as a brick in the small way back? Yeah, it's the same. But both that line is in both songs. Yeah. Because huh. whoever came out second took that. But lyric. they also but they also have the twenty dollar bill line, like to be the pointed thing of like yeah, yeah. I'm referencing you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Twenty dollar bills in mixtape. I've got a twenty dollar bill that says uh No one's ever seen you without makeup. makeup. But then I take it back because I got a twenty dollar bill that says something, blah 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 blah. But they, yeah, they keep like jacking each other's lines, kind of like huh. as a. Of, it's like that's a, like the tip of the a, hat thing. Hey. Well, I sent him the Look shirt that brand mm-hmm. new came out with. The, the mics are for singing, not for singing. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, damn, that's like a fucking checkmate move. I feel yeah. like. But no, the checkmate move was when Adam started wearing that shirt. Did he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't know. He that. would wear it on stage. That's pretty hilarious. Yeah. Actually. I read something. I have no idea if this is true, so please call me on if it's not. I read that Nolan and Lacey made up a year later, and then they went on tour together. I have no knowledge. What? Oh, this. weird. Now I heard the beef is still still strong. And there's <laughs> the uh, you know if they ever did a tour together, that'd be massive. That would be. I was gonna say that. Uh, Brandy would definitely headline that show. No, I would want a tour, but I want them to still have the beef at least on stage, like play it up, mm. like when they say, "All right, Brandy's next. Fuck these guys," or something. <laughs> <laughs> The Jeez, thing I read was uh, they went on tour, and when Taking Back Sunday performed, there's no I in team. Lacey actually came out and performed with them. Oh, wow. I feel like I also read this a long time ago. Is this some multiverse Mandela effect? Is it? <laughs> Berenstain. And then when Nolan left yeah. Taking Back Sunday in 2003 to do Straylight Run, he became like really close with Lacey. Oh, wow. Right, I remember. Was there? I know this never. I, I'm pretty sure this never happened. This was just a thing that my friends and I used to talk about. Like there could have been a tour of like brand new Straylight Run and like the Color Fred all touring together. And that would have been dope. See, the color Fred was one that I never really got into. I, I threw it didn't in there because I didn't know. Well, I didn't either. Were. Like, I mean, I mean, I listened to that record when it came out, and there was like one song that I liked. But yeah, yeah, I was kind of meh about yeah. it. I mean, I was just too old for it at that point. I think. True. Yeah, but Fred, Fred, shit up, dude. Fred's vocal at the end of uh, the "I Got a Feeling." What's that song? Uh, uh, I got Tonight's a bad gonna feeling. be a good night. No, I got no. a bad feeling. <laughs> the single from Tell the Black single. Eyed Peas. What a band! Make damn sure. No, the single, the one before that from the second record. 
This is what I'm saying. I can't, I'm so um, bad at knowing the names of the song. I got a bad feeling about that. This. song, yes. I got a bad feeling about it. Yeah, so Decade oh, of the Influence. Uh, his, screaming, his, I got a bad. Yeah, his line at the end, that's yeah. like iconic shit. That's like the I got a bad. Back. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What's the thing with the, with that band? Like it's the sing along quality, and I think oh, absolutely. I think Tell Your Friends and Louder Now has the better sing alongs, especially like the Make Damn Sure video is fucking iconic. Like it's a great video, mm-hmm. and then just the, the sing along quality of that. I think that that's the best thing about that band is you could put it on at a party, and everyone's freaking. That's why like at the emo emo nights, like you put that mm-hmm. song on, people are fucking going wild. I play Q without the E at like my regular dance parties before, and people yeah. still love it. Yeah, yeah it's a yeah, great my one. My favorite it's thing back Sunday is uh, "You're So Last Summer," just because like literally every every lyric sticks in your head. Like from the beginning, it's like mm-hmm. she said, "Don't." <laughs> Man, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. That shit is iconic. These grass stains I feel on like, but it's all it's all my it's all good uh, quotable. Like mm-hmm. boys like you are a dime a dozen. Mm-hmm. You know, like just. Great little lines you can put on your little MySpace, man. I feel like VH1 was like watching that video closely. I was like, Flava Flav <laughs> is not peaking the way he needs to be. And let's get him <laughs> let's a reality show there. right now. I swear <laughs> to God, flavor of love. I, there had to have been a VH1 uh, board meeting. No, what was what was that? What was that show? <laughs> there was the pop up video for uh, pop up that video. song. Should have been. Ugh. Like, oh yeah. This song features Flava Flav in the video. Yeah, Flav- like, no shit. There he is. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I remember the songs that stuck out to me. Uh, Set phasers to stun. So good. Love that one. Uh, we're, talking about, uh, we're, talking, we're getting off. We're this photograph is proof. I know you know. Miami for sure was a Miami. banger. Fuck yeah, Miami. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Like that, dude. Ladder now was like so much fun to listen to. So, I was so, not prepared for that. But where you want to be is my personal favorite album. Um, I want to say something about Miami really quick. So, yeah. on Boys Podcast, boyspodcast.com, we talk about <laughs> misheard lyrics quite a bit. And I didn't have the album, so I didn't know the names of the songs. So when I heard the song Miami, I did not know that he was saying Miami. So when I'm singing it, when I'm singing it along, like at a party, I thought he said, make fun of me all you want. My Annie, like the name was Annie. My Annie, my Annie. That's really, I don't know why. That's far of a stretch. Don't know why. It might be. I thought Actually, you were gonna say no Miami, like he no, pulled yeah. his. Yeah, 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 like Kevin, like Kevin Durant, fucking Western <laughs> Conference Finals, this is Miami. Yeah, <laughs> broke I, his butt cheek. Recording I feel the like song. the most of Taking Back Sunday's lyrics, they just kind of <laughs> pretend that that's what they are. You know, like I'm just gonna mumble in a microphone. <laughs> sure, that's what it was. That's what I said. Uh, Miami and 2020 surgery are like standouts for me. From because I fuck, I just remember I was I was I used to be really good friends with this band, and they I didn't have any other friends, <laughs> and so they they would go play shows in like other cities or states, and I'd just go with them and hang out with them. And there was one time we were going somewhere and it was right whenever Louder Now came out and I just sat back and just listened to it in the van on the way. And the first time I heard 2020 surgery and then that fucking like double time tambourine comes in at the end and that's when it like kicks into Rooney mode and I was like, fuck, this is awesome. <laughs> like that was a moment for me. There's like the, 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 like the last 30 seconds of that song like stand out to me amongst any other Taking Back Sunday song for some reason. Well, it's just like, yeah, that mass appeal, especially when it gets into the territory of like a, a tangential uh, like genre that you wouldn't have really expected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's what it was. I was like, taking back like Sunday's like really kind of moving on. Like yeah. they're not just gonna do the same thing over and over again, which I liked. Some people don't like that. I like that for sure. They 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 did have kind of a not formulaic, but you can kind of know what they're gonna do. Maybe not every song, but if you hear if a song starts out a certain way, you know there's gonna be a part in the song where it cuts to halftime, and there's gonna be a part in the song where he goes to double time. Mm. 
And then back to halftime, and the halftime at the end is where he's, they're going to start layering the vocals. Every, every time they do That is true. It. The layered vocal for no. the outro. Yeah. But they, that's... They, they should have trademarked that. a distinct that. sound. But they know you want it. You, you want stuff. this. But I feel like that's part of my issue now to all your friends in hindsight is that, like I said, it's almost a blessing and a curse that it's like I think of it as just one piece of music almost because especially in 2019 like no one listens to albums it's like you need to, like there are very few albums that stand out as albums that need to be played as an album mm-hmm. everyone just like takes i mean i'm the worst at it. i just take the singles i'm like oh i like this song and i'm never gonna listen to the rest of it um but tell all your friends to me it sticks it stands out as like one thing because all the songs to me just blur together and i don't know the names of the different songs but i know the, all the lyrics to everything but like i don't fucking know the names of the songs i don't remember them like it all sounds the same to me basically yeah, like it's one giant song. Yeah. Sounds like nostalgia. That's that's true. But I think that's, that's not it. great. <laughs> you don't like that? Though? I don't love it. I mean, that's no. why I got so bored with it immediately when oh, listening to it again. When you when you went back to it, that's yeah, why yeah. it didn't really like resonate with you. Yeah, I was just like, uh, I was like, well, did they, is this a different song than what I was listening sense. to five seconds ago? I don't know. No. Well, that yeah. se- the second record they actually had two songs that blended well, together, right? Perhaps I think it was the uh, the bonus mosh. Part the yeah. second song was the first like yeah. Set phaser sent into bonus mosh. It has that. That keeps the high, uh, the ride going. Yeah, and yeah, it bleeds yeah. right into the next song. I do yeah. remember that. And if you listen on Spotify, it like drops out for a second and then it comes back. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're like, wait, is it going? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but also Louder Now had their first like kind of like slow like acousticy song. Um, was it like New American Classic? I think. Uh, New American Classic was on. I'm saying no, no uh, blue, my blue heaven. And that was super slow. Yeah, yeah. No, New my American Classic was like the raspy. Or no, vocals. divine intervention. Divine intervention. We're was gonna like die the, like this, you know, miserable and old. Yeah. Mm. I gotta hand it to you. Oh, in Brooklyn. I forgot Brooklyn. That wasn't even on Louder now, right? Wasn't that like a bonus track song? That's a fucking good song. I think it was only I don't think I don't think it was on the regular. I think it was only on like the deluxe edition. And goddamn, that's a great song. <laughs> fucking great song. What about you, man? Was it like do you have like a favorite album or anything that sticks out to you like that? So I'm the contrarian and I think Tell you All Your Friends is the best album in the world. Not really in the world, but definitely for playing back. <laughs> no, I thought that for years. In their catalog? Yeah, definitely I'll, in the catalog. I'll agree. I think it's it's pretty close with, I think Louder Now and Tell Your Friends are like pretty on par. I think Louder Now is produced better. I think the songwriting, the songwriting definitely got stronger, but it has the same kind of feel, that whole sing-along, it's, it's all one big song kind of a vibe to me as Tell All Your Friends, so... Yeah, I think I agree with you. I think Tell Your Friends might be the strongest one. I think what we're finding out now is just 2002 was the best year of my life. So, <laughs> which okay, great year, man. A lot of a lot of good albums came out in 2002, man. I feel uh, like if you were an emo pop punk band and released an album from 2002 to 2004, it was guaranteed to be a banger. Everything Partially due to taking back Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's because every because of them everything like yeah everything in that genre was popping for sure. Mm-hmm. Just because they took off, like I don't know, it's just. It's interesting, too, to look back and just be like, see the exact point where they took off. Well, yeah, I mean, you got, like, then Stay What You Are come out in 2002, or is that 2000? You had, like, that, like, Thursday, uh, Full Collapse, like... Full Collapse was 2001? 2001. So, yeah, 2001 to, like, 2004, like, the format came out, like, a bunch of great shit came out. kind of like format, bro. Changed, dude. The format... That's another for- episode. Rule. Format or fun. That's Tell another episode. Dude, format's way better than fun. I am fun. ready to talk... Oh my god, yes. Format's yeah. so good that fun, when they first started playing, still played format songs live. Oh, absolutely. Because these are way better songs than these songs. They did have the guitars from Steel Train, too, and those guys are... Yeah. Those guys are the shit. What I liked about Steel Train was all of their merch had to deal with weed. Oh. They <laughs> sold Steel Train rolling papers. They sold Steel Train... Uh, 
uh, grinders. Cheech like their Chong. whole thing was like, we smoke weed. <laughs> and I saw Steel Train Limbeck and format on a tour together. God, Limbeck was so ahead of their time. If Limbeck came out right now, they would have a song with Casey Musgraves. <laughs> oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Alt country. I also was going to say, uh, Bleachers is a better band than the format. They're tangentially connected through fun. And I believe that to be true. Yeah. Hmm. I like Bleachers. Bleachers <laughs> is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. You're allowed yeah. to say whatever you want to say. So. <laughs> uh, all I know is... Hell just flashed a knife at me. That was really <laughs> weird. Wow. The best album to ever... Um, Live came out in 2004, and that was Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge oh, shit. by Chemical Romance. Shout out to MCR. I was a late bloomer into MCR. Man, it was weird. Were you a Black it? Parade? Is that where you started? With? Well, no, I just never really got that into them. You listened to them later. Until way later, until like yeah. 2010 or 11. When, uh, yeah. That was like, oh, that was a, in, that what shitty was record. 2004 was Three Cheers. Well, no, so I mean, I listened to the old stuff. Oh, like so you went back. You went yeah. back. Yeah. I thought I'd been in seventh grade, I think. I remember, like, this was around the time. 22. Everyone's... Like musical shit, like changed around. I feel like around that time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, well, well, stuff was going, stuff was becoming more prominent, and stuff that had been popular was kind of fading out. Like around the oh four oh five is when I went into like Straylight Run and Death Cab, and like Jimmy Eat World. Like those right. were my favorite bands. Oh yeah, yeah. fucking Phantom Planet. We talked about them a lot. Yeah. I saw them by the way. I saw them at I Pop know. Jam. I didn't like. We ended up being out of town for the day that that concert was. I was like, fuck. Who's the guy? Uh, who's and the I saw you went. And I was like, okay, cool. At least Ryan went. I did go. Um, the dude from Glee, Darren Chris, came out and just oh. played two songs with him out of nowhere. Out of awesome. nowhere. Also, you've brought up Rooney. You've brought up Phantom Planet. I just want to go have an OC marathon now. I know. Basically. We've done that. No, I would love to do that. Uh, we talked we about that. We did that again. on the show. We know we did that on this show. We, we did, did music from the OC. Yeah. We did music. We did episode with Kellen. Uh, no, with hard pass oh on Kellen. God, yeah. I'm so glad he's Sorry, not I here. I'm so up. glad he's not here. Sorry about um, that. But no, I, I was going to say, like, my first big, like, aging out of music moment was, like, in oh, I graduated high school in 05. And I was like, I thought I was cool. Like I'm doing my, I'm like listening to cool music. And I had friends that were still in high school and, um, I was like hanging out with them one day and they were all just like, they were all talking about like, holy fuck, that record is so good. I was like, what record? And they're like, panic at the disco. And I was like, who the fuck is panic at the disco? Yeah. How did I miss this? They came out of nowhere. That fever you can't sweat out. Is that that they came like? out of nowhere and then suddenly were like fucking massive. And my friends that were still in high Thanks, school Pete were Wentz. so into it. And I had no idea who they even were. And I was like, I'm old. I was, I was well, like old, 17 and I was like, Speaking I'm old. I think Panic at the Disco was the next wave of what was going to be, I guess, em, like, right. you know, that kind of a vibe. It was like, Panic and Paramore like hit at the same time. Like, oh, like 04, 05, I was listening to like, you know, Alkaline Trios, Crimson. That's what I was banging pretty hard. Uh... Uh, um, my, uh, Motion City soundtrack. Oh, you know, yeah. that wow. was in, I was in that Let's kind of a vibe. Yeah. Yeah. So but then, yeah, Panic at the Disco came up because... Those bands, I've been listening to Alkaline Trio, obviously, for years, and Motion City for years. So I could still listen to their new shit, like, oh, because I've been a fan for a while. I wasn't getting into anything really new. And then Panic of the Disco came out, and all my younger friends were like, this band, fuck, the same thing. The most amazing, you will not believe this shit, dude. It's like a big top circus meets emo meets pop punk, dude. It is insane. And all my friends are fucking from Brooklyn, apparently. Yeah, I was like, damn. damn. My friends are 40-year-old Brooklyn truck driver <laughs> garbage man about panic is a fever you can't sweat out was so good and so popular and then they came out with pretty, pretty odd, odd. Their second secretly album like that that was like that. awesome yeah, that green gentleman but like there was like such a disconnect between the there two was. albums yeah mm-hmm. there was well like mm-hmm. bands like nine in the afternoon nine in the afternoon is my shit yeah. 
That was like their Beatles. I think that was their Beatles yeah. record. I think every, every, Sergeant Peppers. I have, I have a theory that every every band has their yeah <laughs> their Sergeant Pepper or yeah. their revolver. And I think I'm that sorry. Was do you theirs. mean every band has their pretty odd? Because that's what we should start saying. Sure. <laughs> like Saves the Day. I think Saves the Days in Reverie was theirs, beginning, and they just kept making those kind of records. You know. Speaking of Saves the Day, mm-hmm. I uh, so I used to get on the site Last FM. I don't know if you guys sure. Know. sure. But I used to like to get on there because they did a really cool, like, uh, similar to. So if I liked the band, I could go and look. And yeah. It's, like, also sounds like. And it's, like, a, a like a thing that just, like, a separate tab. And you just look at, like, pages and pages of bands that. Yeah, like, if you like this, you'll like this. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so they had a top ten. They had, like, I went to the first page and it was ten. So these are the top ten bands that sound like. Uh, Taking Back Sunday, according to Last FM. Okay. okay. So number you have, ten. You have this. Number ten. I have it pulled up. Okay. Jimmy Eat World. Nah. No. Different. Depending. The early November number nine. Closer. Closer. It makes Too sense slow. that we moved up. Number eight. Uh-huh. Armor for Sleep. Dude. Yeah, they. Uh, I love yeah. Armor for Sleep. Did <laughs> they really? I saw them at Lloyd Noble together. It was the nice. first time I ever saw Taking wow. Back Sunday. When the thi- truth about heaven. That's my shit. I love when, that song. Yeah, Things to Do When You're Dead, when that record came out, yeah. I thought, dude, it was so good. This, co- this is a crazy concept record about dying, man. This, what is this <laughs> shit? I was also smoking hella weed at the time and just thought it was the coolest thing I've ever heard. Looking, listening back to it now, it's like, eh, it's all right. Yeah. There's some bangers on it. Did you like Armor for Sleep at all? No. 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 Didn't, get into it. didn't really get that. Like, Taking Back Sunday was about, you like, You played that. some at Emo Night, though, didn't you? Bo played. Well, Bo, Bo played chose that. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. No, like, Taking Back Sunday was about He was like, please. No, Taking Back <laughs> Sunday is, like, as heavy as I ever got into that uh, type of shit. Like, I never went past that. Like, I, there was, like, one Thursday song I really liked, but, like, outside of that, no. Thursday's great. Uh, number seven, or number, yeah, so number seven saves the day. I did not know. At your funeral, what a hit. Head for the Hills, that's my shit. Mm. Uh, number six, Bayside. I can see that one. I don't like any of these bands. <laughs> I I despise Bayside. Do you have a list uh, from Fuse by chance? I don't <laughs> know. Fuse.com <laughs> slash Harold. It's a Tune sponsor. Pure volume? You got a pure volume list? Uh, the starting line, number five. I like the starting line. Oh, I just saw them two weeks number ago. Number four, The Used. I do like The Used. I love The Used. I can see The Used. The band. Used is secretly everyone's like favorite emo band, I think. Because yeah. so many people going into emo night were like, man, you remember? That? There's this one obscure band that I kind of remember called The Used. I was like, who the fuck? Like, obscure? But like, everyone knows heard. The but Used. No, but, but, like, oh, everyone, but no one, but no one, like people who aren't as in tune with emos like we right. are. But like so many people were like, oh my God, I remember this band called The Used. And people I was forgot like, about them. That first record, dude. Hit, 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 oh, hit the whole Bert. record, dude. Yeah. Burton like Cracken. Yeah. It looks like what an every man. What a fucking name. <laughs> yeah, it's greasy, name, greasy yeah. long hair. The not of, too cute. The taste of ink. They yeah. still sound. Like so I caught live. fire. Mm-hmm. I never saw him live. Bro. Buried myself so, alive. So, good. Yes. so many good hits. What uh, else we got? It's basically a great number three. Straylight Run. No. Number two. Brand new. Yeah, obviously. Can you guess number one? Senses fail. What? Wow. Was it? It is. Shit. That was yeah. And you know what? Incredible. Wow. I have to plug for Tower Theater. Since this fail, we'll be playing here, I don't know the date. Sometime in the near but future. But go to TowerTheater.com. Go to com slash Tower Theater to check out the deets. Use promo code Harold. I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going to that show. I'll go to that show. I will not be We talked show. about that. That's yeah. how we met. We talked about that show. I saw Since this fail for the first time two years ago at Dallas Warp Tour, and they rip. Is dope. So, Sick. so dope. So I'm excited for I that I can't believe you pulled that shit out. I just I, actually it's in my my notes for the show. Bands that fail? sound like Taking Back Sunday. I think a. I think um, that Let It Enfold You album is yeah. classic. Like you could probably say, Hey, Taking Back Sunday wrote this. No, yeah, Lady in a Blue Dress. If you didn't know, you would think song. that's a Taking Back Sunday song. The pre- is the Priest and the Matador in that album? 
I think so. Rum is for drinking, not burning. I mean, that's that's Mike's the bell of singing, the ball. Not swinging. Mm-hmm. <gasps> that's probably what that came from. Wow. Harold's head just exploded. Good job, Ryan. <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> I only like one, there's like one census fail song. I like. That was like that's so funny. That was so anticlimactic because you like pulled it out you like w- immediately. <laughs> 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 I actually have that article pinned on everything. Holy shit. I just need to see it. I haven't, I've never read it. I'm sorry. (laughs) Gullible ass over here. Speaking of Warped Tour, I'm I'm bummed that Warped Tour is now not a traveling thing. I'm shocked it's still going, honestly. Well, it's not. Now they do it like, it's like right. It's two concerts. They do it in two cities, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's it's still a thing, just, though. Yep. Well, why not? It's because it's well. This year is the 25th anniversary, which is insane. I'd be shocked if they make it to 30. So it's a shit. You don't <laughs> think so? No, I don't think so. I don't know. I, I don't know. I think they're gonna keep that show in Atlantic City. I just went and came from. They they sold like 35,000 tickets to. You know, it. As literally, me. literally, as I was saying that, I was like, I mean, if it came close, I'd probably go. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like if, if one comes to Dallas, Talking I'm, I'm there. I'm if there. If it came, But also, there's a new <laughs> festival in the mix: Sad Summerfest. Oh, oh my God! It's it's the new Warp Tour. I just went to the first one ever in Where Dallas was last week. Who was there? Who was there? Um, State champs, uh-huh. the main uh-huh. Mayday Parade, the Stand Parade? Atlantic, Just Friends, Mom Jeans. Um, that this was basically is, it. so. It's like a new pop punk yeah, tour. Bizarre it's, it's, uh. Yeah, it's new pop punk. Shout out to the main though. New, see, new slash main. That, and main that's Parade. why I think Warp Tour can go on for as long as it can because there's always going to be a new wave of pop punk that can, like so. A 17-year-old who goes to Warp Tour now is into Seaway. I don't know, name a band. Uh, but there's also dudes who are in their my age, like knocking on 40, who's going to go to see Bad Religion or Anti Flag or name a, a, that kind of pop again. So it's, there's always going to be an older crew. So when I'm like in my mid 40s, you know, I'll go see shit. I don't know. Let's say uh, fucking No Effects if they're still around. They'll probably be dead by then. But like. <laughs> MXPS huh, or like I'm just now learning that they're still alive. Allister, <laughs> you know, like a band like that's going to be on the bill. Like, oh, I'll go see Allister, or Phoenix TX, or something like. Fucking that. Phoenix <laughs> TX, yes. God damn. Pulling that what one out. Ah, uh, what a fucking band. Great band. First record, goofy as I all think hell. That's the only one I know actually. But yes, the, which well, which the one that was was River Phoenix, and they had to change it. The one that had like maybe uh, Apple Pie, Cates. Cowboy Toothpaste. The one that has Phoebe Cates on it. Everything's my fault. That is Lechuza. Okay. Well, Everything's my fault is on the first one. God so the first damn. one was they're like, I want to be Blink One Eighty Two real bad. Yeah. And that's how they became famous. Like Blink One Eighty Two. Took them on tour, right? Yeah, they yeah. Play, they opened up for them at Fitzgerald's in Houston, and Blink's like, this band's tight. Let's yeah. take them out. Took them out. They blew up, and then they made their next record, which sounded absolutely nothing like their first one, and is a banger of a record. Huh. That that's gonna be my. If you want, guys want to go listen to a record, go find yeah. Phoenix TX Lechuza. We're jumping. That record that. is it's fucking awesome. Crazy that we haven't that. really Whoever, brought up Blink uh, at all. What? It's crazy that we haven't even really. We'll brought get up Blink there. Don't all. you worry. <laughs> yeah, we'll it's get coming. there. There's it's time. coming, Alex. Don't you worry. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So speaking of, uh, the last thing I wanted to cover was, you know, bands or albums, songs that you guys think people should check out. Um, you know, either related to or in the same vein. Oh, don't back Sunday. wait. Well, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, re- like similar to Taking Back Sunday. So, what was yours? Oh God. I oh, mean, shit. since we brought up that, I mean, I don't think uh, that Lechuza record gets enough well, love. Listen to that. It could be anything. Anything. Oh, I don't know. Go listen to Blink One Eighty Two's Enemy of the State. How about that? Okay. Twenty years old. Well, so kind of takes I want right there. Go listen to uh, the new Vampire Weekend record that just came out. It's so good. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> I'm really into it. Yeah. Goes into Casey Musgraves' Golden Hour, which may which may have honest to God dethroned Taking Back Sunday in my top five all time. Oh, I'm just gonna throw that out there. It's a, little, it's a little too soon, but I'm just, you know I've been thinking about that. 
one album of the year for a reason. I know. I was. Th- I had. I literally had this text conversation the other day. I was like, it's, "We got to stop thinking about that as like a good 2018 <laughs> record and be like, it's a fucking good all time record." <laughs> anyway, then go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking about this. I was trying to think of other singers who have kind of runs like Adam has because I feel like he hits different levels depending on what type or what part of the song it is. And mm-hmm. the only like vocalist I can think of that does that consistently is Daryl Palumbo, who was the lead singer or is the lead singer of Glassjaw and oh, uh, yeah. Head Automatica. Mm-hmm. So I think if you're... Oh, a man. Head I Automatica. play Bleeding Heart Baby at the first emo night, ready ready for it to fucking pop I off, and no one, no one knew what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Burning is yes, my shit, dude. too. So dude. if you're a Turning Back Sunday fan, I think Head on, my, head on Mac is the easy transition. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Glassjaw's good. Glassjaw's on Great the heavier side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you played Bleeding Heart Baby, I was barking that night, I was like, fuck yeah! Like I like, started having like, flashbacks, I'm, I'm like dancing behind the bar, and everyone's like, what is this? I'm like, you don't know yeah. what this is, dude. This yeah. song is baller. Yeah, so graduation good. day. Come on, man. Yeah. Oh, graduation day is a banger Another too, banger. man. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, album, yeah, uh, album that I really like from that era. That I, that this band has changed so much that they're not even close to what they used to be. But that first Cobra Starship record, oh, that yeah. snakes on a plane. Oh, that was yeah. uh, Fueled by Ramen, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. That was Gabe Supporta. Every band has been on Fueled by Ramen, basically. That was a dude from <laughs> Midtown. Shout out to Midtown. Also oh, a great band. My God. Do you? Uh, <laughs> Having flashbacks. Do you guys remember Metro Station? Shake, shake it, baby. I saw them in Tulsa. Trey, Trey Cyrus. Cyrus. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about. Is that Billy Ray? Si- oh wow. yes. Well, no, they're not. It's not. It's not her brother. It's like her cousin. cousin. Or yeah. yeah, they're related. Yeah. Shake, shake, shake. They played D Fest in Tulsa, two thousand eight or nine. When I was there. Wow. Yeah. Pink I spiders. Thought about them in a long time. Remember the band Pink Spiders? Do you hey, hey, little razor blade. Do you remember SR seventy one? Fuck yeah, oh, dude. Yeah. That dude. That dude's a brilliant songwriter. Almost every pop punk song you heard in the early 2000s, he wrote. Really? Did not know that. Almost the entire Bowling for Soup uh, second record he oh, wrote. Oh, yeah. He did. Uh, I talked to Jarrett Reddick, and he mentioned that guy. Like 1985 and Girl, the Bad Guys yeah. and one, all that stuff. Yeah. Fuck. Shout he's, out to the Wave Race 64 soundtrack, which is where I discovered them. We were just <laughs> talking about this at work. We were talking about the Tony Hawk's soundtrack. Oh, speaking of what you were just talking about, the, uh, I, I had no idea that the dude from Goldfinger is like a prolific producer now. He's like oh, creating yeah. all the Blink-182 shit now. Well, he was. He was back in the day. He wasn't like a prolific, but he brought out uh, like Mest and a bunch of oh, some man. of the terrible pop punk bands that happened, but he produced a lot of stuff too. Uh, also producing <laughs> some of the new Blink stuff is Tim Pagnotta from Sugar Cult. Dude, I love Ugh. Sugar Cult. I had a massive boner for Sugar Cult. These are all bands that like I loved like three of their songs. Like yeah, I like yeah, three yeah. Mess songs and like three Goldfinger songs and Dude, three Sugar Cult songs. Alone, like three Say Anything songs. All Sugar Cult records are badass. There was an, uh, in 2005, I accidentally saw Sugar Cult four nights in a row. What the fuck? That seems they played that in. Seems not they played in Tulsa. Cult. Saw them there, and uh, we drove to Dallas, and we were, I was driving to California. And as we're staying in Dallas, we're walking around, and they're in the theater. There's a theater down there. I see Sugar Cold, and they're like, well, we're going tonight. Saw them then. We drove to uh, Flagstaff, Arizona. They're playing there. So we go there. They play San Diego, and they play L.A. Jesus. So saw them like. Did they see you a lot? I never got to. I wish I would have, man. Well, they're going to listen to this. Mm. Yeah, Tim Pagnotta. (laughs) Tim's not up to much. But, okay, on that that tour, a buddy of mine was a filling guitarist for the band Megan Dia. Remember Megan Dia? Oh, my God. Dia won uh, The Voice, I think. Did she really? Yeah. Uh I remember well, that. Good for, good for her. Yeah, Chase Kirby was a guitarist for Megan Dia. On a, on a oh, tour. Chase oh. did? Yeah, he played. Oh. Chase did not win The Voice. He did not. Famously non, non-winner <laughs> of The Voice. Got Ugh. further than I did. Sorry, but yeah, right? <laughs> I didn't even audition. Yeah. I have one more suggestion. Everyone okay. listen to Lucky 7. They probably need, <laughs> they probably need your money. 
They've been broken up since 2003. They're not like, doing well, guys. All right. Um, my one suggestion was Clarity by Jimmy Wolf. Oh, dude. Just because I like yeah. that album. Great Good, record. Goodbye, Sky Harbor. Dude. Getting to see them play that live was you know insane. What's, what's weird is that my, I love Jimmy World. They're one of my favorite bands. Those first three records are all fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. But then the one that came out after that. Futures? That has, after Futures? I think. Which one has Big Casino on it? That's Chase the Slight? Yes. It might have been Chase the yes. Slight. Yes. But Chase the Slight has one good banger on it. And it's a, uh, oh shit. How's if it if go? you say a different song than what I'm going to say, I'm going to be so <laughs> mad. No, 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 shit. I lost it. I'm trying to look it up. I'm sorry. I'm looking <laughs> it up right now. No, uh, uh, Always Be, that one. Oh yeah. I'm alone no. in this. I'm a, I'm so yeah, no, that record was to 07 and I love those first three Jimmy World records so much and they keep writing good. Futures um, was the shit for sure. Futures was the shit. Chase's Light came out. It's like not a great it's like not a great record, but there's a song it's the last song on the record it's called Dizzy and it's like mm-hmm. not upbeat. It's like it's like a chill song and it's my fucking favorite Jimmy World song. It's yeah, my favorite. Any it's, any slow sad Jimmy World song that shit will make you cry. Dude, dude. Dizzy fucking Static prevails. Goes. Little, I'll get you. Shit. Yeah. Jimmy World toured with a, a Fallout Boy. Let's bring it back to Blink One Eighty Two in two thousand. Uh, what year did fucking self title come out? Two thousand three. No, sorry, this was later on the reunion. Two thousand nine, they toured with him, and it was a great, great little show. They gave him a small little part of the stage. And it was bad. Oh, fucking saw them on the Pop Disaster tour with Green Day. Not an emo band, but people throw them in that fucking category, too. <laughs> just because he wears a black shirt and a red tie doesn't mean you're emo. Just, I agree with uh, that. Gerard no, Way definitely has not. some words oh, for you. Yeah. Oh, shit. Wait a minute, though. Yeah, my trio. Chemical <laughs> Romance my, is probably a bigger band than Taking Back Sunday, because I consider them an emo band. Oh, sure. I agree. They're an emo band, so but yeah, they, TBS number two. But they're, but they're not around <laughs> anymore. But I heard MCR's uh, doing a reunion. Yeah. Are they really? Yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. So is Motion City, who like, said they're like never the, going to get back together. I liked Umbrella Academy. Oh, yeah, Motion City's it. coming to it's Dallas. Good. Yeah. Not here. I, I, might, I might travel if it's, if, it's in the, if it's in the calendar. I was I'm trying like to that. remember when I saw Jimmy here at the Diamond. I was trying to remember who they were with. Dude, Jimmy was the number one band that I want to see that I've never seen. Like really? What? I've never uh, seen him. Yeah, they and did I love uh, Goodbye Sky Harbor and he did it on the Loop Station. Mm-hmm. Shit blew my mind. They don't tour here that much, right? No, they, they played here. They played uh, Kane's Ballroom. They're on tour right now with Third Eye Blind. What? That's a show. That's a ticket. That's a fucking show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you want to go, I can hook that up for you. Let's get that done. All right. Nice. Well, thanks for coming out, fellas. For sure, man. Love uh, talking about, you know, great bands that we love that, you know, we wish were still as, like, you know, around as as they were. I wish they were still as popular as they were, but what can you do? No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good with the new music that's out now. And it's yeah, like it's fair good enough. to let them have their moments. It's good. It's good to to go back and give it a listen, though. Like the emo night thing, that last one. That was I, fun. I got all dolled up for it. I was like, yes, it's fun. But I'm like, I'm so glad I don't dress like this there anymore. There were so many people there too. I was like, tons of people. Really? Do you remember seeing me? I did. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was, like, our, that was our most sparsely attended one. And really? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, like, they're usually. I hadn't been to that one. Banging. Or I hadn't been before. Pretty banging. So I felt like there was like a good amount of people there. It's still fun. Still good. Yeah, good times. Uh, that was my favorite one that we did. Yeah, definitely. Well, why don't you tell people where they can follow you guys on social media? Well, we got a thing. Tell them about the thing we're doing. Oh, uh, yeah. So, uh, should have done this at the you, beginning. Everyone's okay. tuned out by now. Tunes, <laughs> tunes, tunes. Edit is, this. Edit this to the beginning of the show. Tunes, tunes <laughs> is getting the exclusive on oh, this shit. one. Oh shit! So September twenty eighth, Ryan here does these infamous nineties, early two thousands dance parties. Mm-hmm. Uh, speak so easy. Every speak month. easy. July, I mean, this one will be out till next week, right? 
Yeah. August 17th is the next one. It's my birthday party, by the way. Oh, shit. Yeah. August 17th, my birthday party. I Gonna be a rager. Buy him a bottle of champagne. Party. He'll love you. There you go. Uh, so September 28th, the September one. That's a September dance party. September dance party. Um, Robbie of Boys Podcast fame. Rival of Girls Podcast. Rival of Girls Podcast. We've put together a band, three-piece band, and we're two. Not me. Him and Robbie. And me, Zimbabwe. Robbie, oh, okay. and uh, Chris Van Dyne. Of, uh, he works at Speakeasy right. as well. So... In honor of the 20th anniversary of Enema of the State, we are going to play Enema of the State in its entirety. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That's an Enema cover band, baby. Enema cover night, one time only, tentatively. Holy shit. At this uh, dance party, and then after we're done playing, he's going to spend the 90s, 2000s jams all night long. Sick. What so usually night? we do the first hour of the night, I just like, play music videos. Like There's a theme right. mm-hmm. for the music videos, and uh, I just do it to like, get the people like kind of pumped up. I don't want to come out and play like a dead crowd. Um but I, they were like, let's do that instead for like the first hour. And I was like, fuck yes. That's awesome. Give me Anima. Give me yeah. going away to college. Give me Mutt Live. Dude, it's <laughs> going to be fun. It's going to be fun. We've been, we've been practicing and uh, it's, That's awesome. it's, it's turning out pretty well. We're, we're super fucking stoked yeah, for dude, it. Yeah, dude, that sounds amazing. Yeah. And, uh, you September can check, 28th. September 28th. Uh, check out Boys Podcast, boyspodcast.com. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, find us. Sick. I guess you plugged your thing already. Where can people follow you on social media, man, for all your tweets? Nah, don't follow me. I'm done. I'm out on uh, Twitter. I'm over Twitter. I'm done with it. Don't follow me. Wow. I, I never been, started, bro. I've been bro. you all yeah. day, and you hadn't replied. That's I wonder, why. I don't even I get on it what anymore. Happened. I get on like once a week and just kind of look and see what's going on outside of that. I'm done with it. Fuck it. Uh, Twitter's gone the way of sideways belts, bro. Just That's watch right. Speakeasy then. Look for the Speakeasy events. August 17th yeah. is, will be the next one because this is going to, well, the last one was this weekend, which is going to be last weekend when you hear this. <laughs> um, <laughs> so August 17th is my birthday party though. So right come on, to man. that. There right, you go. Right and September 28th, we'll be doing that thing. Yeah, that'll be yeah, awesome. Live Enema. You guys, you guys we're going li- to call it Live Enema. Yes. <laughs> Live Enema. There's going to be some things. We're going to have... going to play some a, other songs, too, like not just Enema. We're going to do Enema, and we're going to sneak in. We're going to pepper in some hits as well. Uh, all, we're going to do a giveaway as well, so we're going to keep keep a, keep looking out for that. We're going to do... It's going to be fun. We're going to make right it a, an event. Yeah. It's going to be t-shirts. Know? I want a t-shirt. Cool, <laughs> yeah. A lot of free t-shirts. That'll work. So there you go. That's me. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter if you want. <laughs> You're allowed to. <laughs> no. That's the only social media platform I'm active on, really. Uh, Alex underscore Brosif is my Twitter handle. Uh, you can find me at Candor on the weekdays. That's where I spend most of my days, just doing digital marketing things. Shout out to the crew. Shout out to the future more rec league men's basketball team that I'll be <laughs> on. Shout out to all the future podcasts that you're going to put me on after this. Uh, I don't do anything, you guys. I need hobbies. <laughs> Honestly, man, I'm kind of jealous of your rec league. Uh, we need thing. bodies. So Dude, if you want to, can we move. get a fucking emo emo league? Rec, like a rec Dude, jerseys with black with no, red not lettering. A team, just a, no, <laughs> not a league, a team. We don't want a league of emo people. Come on, to the team. <laughs> we can get a team together though. Just do a little uh, like what three on three kind of a vibe. Sure, whatever, three, baby. Mm-hmm. That's cool, man. Uh, well, yeah. As always, guys, you can follow us on social media. That's Tunes Tunes Podcast. T U N E S slash T O O N S. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts. Thanks again, fellas. Bye. Bye. Farewell.